Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Take Two, the Rock 95 Morning Crew. It's Craig, Kat, and Brian. Found something new about my uh, my son's car. That beautiful uh, car? My, something new about my old son's car. It's <laughs> two, 2005. You've seen it. It's not fun. Um, well, we haven't drove it. We haven't sat Do you want to ride it. in it next you time I bring it, it? It looks okay. Yeah, like, I'd love a ride. Would you take a little spin with me? If I sit in the back seat, will I fall out? <laughs> <laughs> it's close to a Flintstone car. You can go right underneath. We all have to help you get started. Because, <laughs> you know, I and mean, I've talked about this before, but there's like scratches on it on either side of the car, mm-hmm. right? So whoever drove it before was, you Not know, a great driver. They'll try, they'll try to fit it in anyway. <laughs> it doesn't matter how narrow. But that's almost an advantage with that car now yeah you know because you can keep doing that you can keep doing that um well i was driving to work and uh the first thing that now it's now that it's cold i'm really dreading it because i just think this is going to be a nightmare to warm up it's one of those it'll be warm by the time you pull into the parking it'll feel it feels like it'll never warm up right like i've been late for the last couple days at work because of this (laughs) so because you just sit in there and just wait and you wait and you wait uh and and we have a snow brush in the trunk that's what my wife said and i'm like okay i'll get to the trunk and i couldn't find it's somewhere in the car, I'm sure, but I couldn't find the latch to open the trunk, so I had to do the old-fashioned key in the slot. Mm-hmm. You know, and it has one to, of those. Did you have to turn the car off to do that? Oh, yeah, I did. I totally did. Yeah, because normally you go under that where the license plate is and click a little latch and pull it up. Yeah, no, that, that that doesn't have that. No, that's how old it is. But I was driving down the road, and uh, it was pitch dark, and um, I guess I was jimmying the doors a little bit before uh, I got in the car and started to drive, and I had this what I would call a violent sneeze. Is that something that happens often? The car door is open. (laughs) And it was pretty... The car door flung open from a scene. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure if there was an alarm in the car, that would go off too. <laughs> It all of a sudden the horn honked, right? What had happened was I, I the the light the uh, the interior light went on, and I'm like, "What the hell? That was one hell of a sneeze. It was like a hallelujah moment." <laughs> and I look over, and the car door is open. I'm like, "Wow!" And it was it was not open before. When not you open before out. at all. 100. percent No. <laughs> wow. You ever had a violent sneeze that bad? <laughs> oh, never. It's impressive, isn't it? Few have. We decided to talk about this <laughs> and uh, ask people through the text line and through the phones if if you have a car that you had to have a little bit of a trick to kind of get it going or to do something with. Because I, I, in the radio is a big one, right? Radio's I mean, the radio one. always seems to go first. I've, I, I had a Pontiac Sunbird that you had to uh, slap the radio around to kind of get it to work once in a while. You know, it would just kind of 
Because it had that huge antenna off the back, too, right? That's right. right. Yeah, yeah. Five feet in the air. Yeah, exactly. We had a, so there's a text that came in here. I had a, a 1990 Oldsmobile Cutlass. Had a digital speedometer that didn't work unless you pounded the top of the dash. Uh, had to set <laughs> ahead it, of its time because the digital back then is <laughs> impressive. That is ahead of its time, and uh, so you had to set it to c- cruise control everywhere that they went to avoid speeding tickets. Because <laughs> you just never knew, right? <laughs> I like that. <laughs> what do you have? When I was in my early twenties, we had a K car station wagon that we actually made the Millennium Falcon because it didn't really start when you really needed it to. Yeah. And it was one of those cars that had an identity crisis, so it was supposed to be an automatic, but you had to take your foot off the gas and manually put it up through the gears. <laughs> we shot a rod through the engine block twice before we finally buried that thing. Oh, wow. Oh, buried it, eh? God. That's nice. Put it to rest. <laughs> That's right. What's your name? Shannon. Shannon, thanks for the story. We got another text in here. My uh, my first car was a 13-year-old Toyota Corolla. My boyfriend and his friends fixed it up for me. Uh, it was an oldie. Whenever I would drive uphill, the cruise control would take over oh. and go to 120. <laughs> Assisted driving there a little bit. <laughs> My friends used to call it Christine from the uh, Stephen King novel. <laughs> that's a scary one. Man, is that yeah, terrifying. That's not street legal, actually. It's not a path of safety. Speed 120. What else we got? We got a text in here. I had a 1992 yellow Jeep. After a few years, I could start the vehicle and then take a, the key out of the ignition. <laughs> Good old Jeeps. <laughs> For whatever reason, I've heard of that before. You've heard that of you that. you take the key out. Yeah, my, my buddy had that. That's so scary. Yeah. I mean, and he would do it while you're driving. <laughs> that's his little party trick, right? Hey, the keys are out. You're like, oh, my Lord. Now, this person said it was very handy if you wanted to leave it running in the winter and lock it. Because we've all a, talked about, you know, stolen vehicles, It's right? a bonus feature. It, it, yeah. it is a little bit <laughs> of a quite bonus nice. feature. <laughs> what do you have? My first car back in 1980, a Datsun B210. Anyways, I had uh, the problem where you had to uh, stick a pen in the butterfly to get your car started. Stick a pen in in the the butterfly. What's the butterfly? What's the butterfly? It's the most important part of your carburetor. Oh. You had to go in, you had to pop the, the hood? Yeah, you had to lift up the hood and then you shove a pencil in between. And that worked for about a month by myself, but that didn't work anymore. So my husband would have to come out in the morning, stand there and hold it so I could start the car. And then after work, I'd have to persuade someone to come out to the parking lot to hold the pencil so I could get home. Oh my God. It was like when the first Ford was on the road and you had to crank it. Wow. That was my story. Yeah. That, was, that was just a fix for it? There was never like a mechanic saying, you know, we can look into that, or they just went, here's another pencil. <laughs> well, I, I, you know, I did. I only paid two grand for the car, and I was I think I was 17. Right, right. And that's what they suggested, bringing in. Oh, well, you know, I don't have any money for that. Yeah. Possibly the worst so getaway car in history. On. <laughs> we finally sold it for 500 bucks, so... It all worked out. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if yeah, somebody's still driving it that way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, thanks for the story. Have a good day. Bye bye. Craigslist. <laughs> I couldn't imagine. <laughs> In the winter as well. There <laughs> the you go. Winter, there you think you got, got it bad there. now, Craig? Not so much. <laughs> yes. At least I don't have to use stationary to start my car. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get to the uh, trending topics of the week here for Craigslist. Uh, Kim Kardashian invented the uh, the nipple bra. The nipple bra. That's what its name is, eh? Yeah. 
Um, nothing discreet about that. It, there's nothing discreet about it, the way it looks either. It actually is a bra with uh, with nipples on it. Um, and it's done for charity. Now, you would think it would be something for like breast, breast cancer? cancer, but it's not. It's climate no. change. It's climate change. Okay, explain that one for it, us. I, I'm thinking she went through a list of charities and went, mmm, that one. Like, does this, <laughs> right, does this truly showcase how shallow of a person she is that she was like, you know which one I want to support with my nipple bra? <laughs> uh, let's stay on the celebrity topics here. We lost Matthew Perry. That was a big one yeah. uh, this week, and it, I would say one of the most shocking celebrity uh, deaths yeah, of the year. He was 54. Yeah, yeah. I actually was going through a list because my wife was kind of debating that. She said, no, there's been more shocking deaths. The only one I could think of that would be on par as far as shock value was this year was uh, Lisa Marie Presley, but even her profile wasn't as big because she yeah. wasn't really, she, mm-hmm. you know, as, as well known. It transcends the generations. Matthew Perry does. I mean, I Absolutely. watched yeah, Friends yeah, yeah. with my parents. Yes. I, I was their age when Friends was out, and mm-hmm. that's kind of where yeah, I was. Yeah. And even Generation Z watches yeah. Now. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you know, he had such a you know a, a great career with them. Um, and uh, to me, the backbone of the show. I thought. Yeah. It was and he did have his his you know substance abuse issues, but he was an unproblematic person. Yes. For you others. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He for himself, obviously. Didn't look like he uh, he asked for a lot of help, unfortunately. But uh, he, you know, um, it makes it special that they did have that reunion. Yeah. What is it? One or two years ago? Yeah. Maybe even during COVID, it was when that happened. But. They, glad, got, they got that gl- in. Glad that they got that in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Sad loss for sure. Are you ready for a list of the rattiest cities in uh, in Canada? No. Of course. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go through the top ten here. Uh, these are. This is by uh, Orkin. So they're uh, they're a pest control uh, company, and they do this every uh, year. They give you the 25 worst cities in Canada that have the most rats. <laughs> Barry did not make the list. <laughs> Thank fact, God. When I look at the actual list of the top 25, the closest spot is the number one, which is Toronto. Uh, you you uh, have been in Sudbury. Would you be surprised if they made the top no, 25? No, it's too cold there. They all just die. Okay, it's well, great. They, <laughs> it, it made number 16. Yeah. <laughs> Sudbury's oh, in there. They yeah, love yeah, yeah. the cold. And anyway, <laughs> one more reason why I'm glad I don't live there anymore. And in my hometown, Brampton, hit number 15 on the list. <gasps> there you go. You guys are proud. Yeah, yeah. Bring those rats here. <laughs> uh, Moncton, New Brunswick, number 10. Uh, Scarborough, Ontario, 9. Oh, good. That's where I'm from. There you go. <laughs> is there a theme? <laughs> Everywhere you go, rats are sure to find. Ottawa is uh, number 8. Then we uh, go to BC for Victoria at 7. Richmond, BC is 6. Mississippi. Saga Victoria's now. an island. Yeah. Those well, guys just, either swim or they're just breathing. And they're so scared from Alberta. They're just pushed, right? <laughs> Alberta's got none. We really? Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's right. They, they do. They got yeah. rid of their rats. How? I don't Pied know. Pied Piper. Oh, yeah, there all the go. way to the border. Go <laughs> on. Up you go. <laughs> uh, number five, as I said, Mississauga. Then uh, Kelowna, BC is number four. Burnaby, BC is three. And then uh, Vancouver, number two. How did they get rid of their rats? Yeah, it's a whole big story. That's amazing. Yeah. And how come nobody's followed suit? Right. Can we I all know. do that? Send them to the states. They, they have no rats in that entire province. Is it is it a secret that they they just don't want to share? Is this their touring because they have That's nothing how else? They get people there. That's baby. how they. <laughs> <laughs> They've got the beautiful mountains and and nice, you know. Yeah, but no rats. That's what's bringing people in. Come for the no rats. <laughs> yeah. Stay for the mountains. <laughs> Listen to Craig, Cat, and Brian, the Rock ninety five Morning Crew, weekday mornings five thirty to ten on Barry's Rock Station, Rock ninety five.